I want to invite you to join us for the first ever Bitcoin Business Owners Roundtable. On May 22nd, Paul D. Joe, co-founder and former COO at Mudwater, will be sharing about online marketing and using Bitcoin to accelerate your efforts. In addition to helping scale the well-known coffee alternative, Paul is also behind Casey Cattle's recent Bitcoin adoption that went viral on Twitter. After Paul shares, there'll be a live Q&A along with the time to share insights and network with fellow entrepreneurs. You can find a link in the show notes to sign up. Be sure you'll be able to say, I was there when your progeny asked you where you were for the first ever Bitcoin Business Owners Roundtable. Welcome to the Business Bitcoinization Show, the show dedicated to helping you enrich your life and grow your business with Bitcoin, the hardest money on planet Earth. I'm your host, Josh Friedemann, and our guest today is Kevin McGarvey, who's the co-owner of All Out Parking Lots, which is a paving and concrete company based in the greater Philadelphia area. His company has been featured in the Inc. 5000 Fastest Growing Companies, and he's recently put Bitcoin on the company's balance sheet. Not only is it on their balance sheet, but he's also giving employees a weekly Bitcoin bonus as well as using it as a recruiting tool. Now, if you already love the idea of paying your employees with a consistent Bitcoin bonus, I encourage you to also listen to episode seven with Terrence Yang of Swan Bitcoin. Terrence heads up Swan's Bitcoin benefit plan program, which gives you the infrastructure to do just that, while also providing a lot of great information and education for your employees. So once again, episode seven, if you want to listen to Terrence, if you want to go ahead and take action now while you're still listening to this episode, scroll on down to the Swan link in the show notes below and sign up there for more information. And of course, before we get to the interview with Kevin, we have this week's Bitcoin meetup spotlight, which is the San Antonio Bitcoin Club. Next time y'all are in Texas, be sure to check out the state's most visited city, known as the Countdown City because of its 210 area code. You'll fall in love with San Antonio's Riverwalk, the Alamo, and the amazing food. The San Antonio Bitcoin Club aims to educate the community on the importance of Bitcoin, how to use it in everyday life, and how the city's culture ties so well into the Bitcoin ethos. As a bonus, they're only an hour south of the Bitcoin mecca of Austin, Texas. So next time you're in the area, come hang out with the San Antonio Bitcoin Club, where everyone is family. You can find them on Twitter at SABTC Club. Their Twitter is listed below, along with a list of other local Bitcoin meetups across the United States. If you're interested to see if there is a Bitcoin meetup in your area, click through to that list. You'll be able to look by state and city. You'll be able to see the closest meetup to you, as well as the best person to reach out to for more information about that meetup. Now, we're going to get to our interview with Kevin right after this. Business owners, unlock the benefits Bitcoin has to offer your business with the Bitcoin for Business Quick Start Guide. This 27-page guide highlights the six ways you can grow your business with Bitcoin. Check it out in the show notes. Kevin, welcome to the podcast. Josh, thanks so much for having me here. So I like to start off every single interview with a few questions that help us to get to know you a little bit better and give us some insight for our own lives. Are you ready for these? Yes. When and how did you first learn about Bitcoin? So I first learned about Bitcoin um, in January of 2021. Uh, we had gone through 2020, the whole pandemic. Uh, we received the PPP loans. Um, so we received the first go around. Um, it was pretty crazy to me how they were just uh, you know printing trillions of dollars and, and handing it out. Um, and, uh, you know, I thought it was odd, but maybe just a one-time thing. And then, uh, January, 2021, we got the second round, uh, of the PPP loans, 
uh, which for those who don't know, it was um, money for businesses to help with their payroll. And it was a loan that was uh, completely forgivable as long as you used it for payroll and a few other small expenses. Um, so when we got the second round, I just said, this, this is crazy. You know, I, I don't know how they can just continue to give out trillions of dollars. And um, I know there's going to be side effects from that. So I, I started to think of, you know, different things to be able to combat the inflation. And I was talking to my accountant. Uh, and he said that his brother was into Bitcoin and um, and that I would find it interesting. So I sat down with him and, you know, he was kind of explaining it to me. Hey, it's this this block and then there's another block and this, you know, uh, person who we don't know who that person is, if it's a he, she, they, whatever, uh, Satoshi Nakamoto and sounded like something out of a, a science fiction movie to me. Um, but yeah. he mentioned the name Michael Saylor. And for me, I look at everything through the lens of an entrepreneurship. That's my passion. So when, uh, when another entrepreneur was involved in this, that's what really intrigued me. And, and that sent me down the rabbit hole. Next question is this. What's an insight or fact about Bitcoin that you wish that everyone understood? Man, I, I wish everyone understood what money is. I mean, I think we use it every day. But, um, but uh, you know, I think if you were to ask you know, the, the average person, they wouldn't be able to tell you the, the properties of money um, and, uh, and kind of, you know, why we have it. And so, uh, so what is money? And just getting an understanding of that, like the, you know, first principles, the, the basics. Um, I think if everyone understood that, uh, it would make a lot more sense as to why uh, Bitcoin is, is so great and, and why we need it. Question number three, what's the Bitcoin resource you most recommend to other people? I say the podcasts. Um, most people aren't going to sit down and read the Bitcoin standard. Like they're, ju they're just not going to do it. Um, but when you're driving in your car or you're just hanging out on your, your front porch, having a beer or whatever the case is, like you could listen to a podcast. I mean, we all we all listen to different podcasts for, uh, you know, different genres, different things. And um, if you could just pop on um, you know, YouTube or any podcast in, in, in regards to Bitcoin, um, sit there, listen, and, you know, within a few hours, you'll start to understand, oh, okay, this is why um, this is important and, and this is why it's, uh, it's gaining so much steam here. Without giving an exhaustive list, maybe over the last like two or three years, what are some of the standouts to you as far as podcasts that, that have connected with you or that you've really enjoyed? Uh, so the Blue Collar Bitcoin podcast, um, that's a great one. Uh, I mean, me, I'm a blue collar guy. So when I saw that that name, that really stood out. And uh, Dan and Josh do a great job on that podcast. Um, and then, uh, gosh, yeah, if you go in and just type in the name Michael Saylor on YouTube, you'll see, you know, he's done a ton of different podcasts. And I think he breaks it down uh, just, you know, down to first principles and just makes it really easy to understand. Um, again, he, he's who I listen to to really get into Bitcoin and the way that uh, he breaks it down and explains it, you know, I feel like anybody can, uh, can grasp it at that point. Question number four is this, beyond Bitcoin, what's a resource or an idea that's been valuable to you or your business recently? So, you know, mentors and coaching. Uh, we're, we're big into, we have a business coach that coaches uh, specifically contractors. We have a sales coach. 
um, and I have a CEO coach. So I'm always looking to learn and get better. And yes, initially you might look at the, you know, the cost of it and say, oh man, but that's going to cost a lot, but it's an investment just like anything else, right? You're going to invest into it and you want to get a return on that investment. And uh, to me, the knowledge that I've gained from those coaches uh, has given me the best return on investment to be able to grow my business. And now we have our final, what we call arbitrary, but insightful question. And it's this, as a general life principle, is it better to ask why or why not? Yeah, this is a good one. Um, so I, I say why, you know, because I'm, I'm, I'm just constantly uh, curious. Hey, why does that work? Why is this person, um, you know, do this this way? Uh, so for me, it's, it's why. Meet Linkster, your premier Bitcoin-focused advisor. Linkster caters to businesses, institutions, family offices, and high net worth individuals. They merge your unique financial goals and needs with Linkster's Bitcoin expertise to craft your own sustainable plan to preserve and grow the value of your hard-earned profits and retained earnings. At Linkster, it's not just advice, it's tailored execution. Connect directly with the founder by visiting Linkster.com. That's L-Y-N-C-S-T-E-R. Dot com Linkster. Secure your future with Bitcoin. Today's episode of Business Bitcoinization is proudly brought to you by Vellus Commerce, where the future of business technology meets Bitcoin. As we journey through the era of Bitcoin and its transformational impact on businesses, there's one name that stands out. Vellus Commerce. Whether you're looking to build a cutting-edge website, a seamless mobile app, or custom software, Vellus is your go-to team. They've been diving deep into the world of Bitcoin since 2014, making them one of the most experienced groups for integrating Bitcoin and Lightning payments into a variety of digital platforms. But here's what truly sets them apart. Vellus Commerce doesn't just build. They bring a wealth of knowledge to ensure your project success from day one. Their team understands the nuances of Bitcoin, ensuring that your business stays ahead of the curve. And for all business Bitcoinization listeners out there, Vellus Commerce is offering a free consultation to kickstart your project the right way. So if you're ready to future-proof your business in the coming age of hyper-Bitcoinization, head over to VellusCommerce.com or reach out on Twitter at Vellus Commerce. Let's make sure your business thrives in the Bitcoin era. Well, Kevin, we're here today to talk about uh, all out parking lots, your business and how you've begun adopting Bitcoin in this business. Before we get into the the Bitcoin adoption part, and you've kind of shared some of your own story of getting getting into Bitcoin in the last few minutes, but could you share with us a little bit about all out parking lots and what you do? Sure. So uh, we're a paving and concrete contractor um, and we perform all commercial work. Uh, so we Cave parking lots, line stripe parking lots, seal coat, uh, and we do concrete sidewalk curbs, uh, dumpster pads, really anything to do with the parking lot is what we do. Stop signs, um, you know, anything to do uh, with the parking lot. And um, that's our business. And I'm guessing, uh, I would think that commercial is kind of the place to be when it comes to that type of business. Is that right? As far as, far as bringing in larger revenue? Correct. We started out as just residential. Um, it was myself and my best friend, Marco. Um, we took a, a beat up old van and some buckets and a squeegee and we knocked door to door, just uh, going, you know, driveway to driveway, uh, you know, seal coating during the day and then estimating at night. And, um, you know, from there, we kind of graduated and got into commercial work doing commercial seal coating. And um, the, the larger dollars are in the paving and concrete, 
Um, and so, you know, we, it's a higher startup cost, more capital intensive, um, but we were able to kind of just keep reinvesting into the company to be able to afford uh, that bigger equipment. And, um, and so now we do it all. And, you know, one of the things we read in the bio is that you were listed as uh, one of the Inc. 5,000 fastest growing companies. What are some of the things that you attribute to that success? We were very fortunate. Um, you know, uh, first I would say is our, our foundation, right? Our foundation is, uh, you know, my friendship with Marco and, uh, and, and, you know, the bond that we have and the relationship we have. So uh, that really has has gotten us, you know, through everything, just our um, our hard work, us working together and through tough times, uh, just as anybody, any entrepreneur does when they start a business. Um, but, you know, just kept persevering, uh, kept gaining knowledge. Every year we would go to the National Pavement Expo and learn from other contractors across the country, picking their brain. Hey, how did you get to where you are? Right. What were some of the things? And, uh, and then we always, again, invested into consultants and coaches and uh, just continued to gain that knowledge through any way we possibly could. Seminars, everything, because you don't need to reinvent the wheel, right? We're, we're a paving business. Somebody's done it before us and uh, they have the knowledge and experience. And so, you know, how do you shortcut it to where you're making less mistakes and having to, uh, you know, to, to learn the hard way is by reaching out and getting that wisdom from other people who have done it before that aren't in your market who are willing to just open up and say, hey, you know, this is how I did it. Try this, do that. And so, that's really the most important thing that we've done is just constantly seeking knowledge out to get better and better. And, um, you know, that's helped us grow our business. You know, at times we, we used other, we use leverage such as, um, I went to see Damon John speak one time and he talked about, this is the guy from Shark Tank. Yeah, yeah, and yeah. Um, he talked about OPM and, um, you know, he said, most people think about OPM and they think about, you know, other people's money and that's it. He said, there's a lot of OPMs, you know, there's other people's marketing, there's other people's manufacturing, there's other people's machinery, those type things. And so, uh, so when we were coming up and we got into the commercial game, we actually um, kind of quasi partnered with a guy who was doing the paving and concrete. And we were doing uh, what we'll call the maintenance work, the seal coating and striping. And uh, we couldn't afford that larger equipment, but he had it and um, we weren't able to afford it. But uh, we, we formed, uh, like, a, like I said, a quasi-partnership par- quasi with him where we were able to use his equipment, um, kind of rent that from him. We were doing the sales. We would give him the, the paving concrete work. He would give us the, uh, the maintenance work. And, um, and so it worked out, and, and we were able to learn from that. And then um, we, a, few, a few years ago, there was a big company around us that was trying to um, do a roll-up. So it was a private equity company. They were buying uh, like smaller paving companies trying to roll it up into one big thing. And, um, you know, fortunately for us, it, it did not work out for them. Uh, they ended up folding. And so, you know, there was a lot of uh, equipment and manpower that, that needed a place to go. So when we were starting our paving division, um, we, were, we were pretty much able to absorb one of their branches and, um, uh, you know, bring in who they had on board there. And, um, yeah, we were able to leverage that. And, uh, you know, start a successful uh, paving division. So a couple more questions on the business side of things before we hop into the Bitcoin side of things. You know, there's obviously this this step growth from 
private to commercial that you went through. Also, two of you to I don't know how many of you today. But do you see in the future another step in your growth, or is it now like this is kind of uh, where where you're looking to stay? But obviously, continue to grow on by like a percentage basis over the coming years. I guess maybe a better way to put it is: is there that next big step in growth, or is this where you're? Is this your sweet spot where you're planning to stay? Sure. Um, so we we kind of look at it as. Um, Hey, there's three legs to a stool. And uh, so we have our, our in-house division where we're self-performing the work with our own crews, our own equipment, our own machinery. And uh, we have our, our national division where, so big brands like uh, Walmart, uh, for instance, right? They have these regional facilities managers that need to oversee uh, the plumbing, the electrical the roofing, the, all these different things. And so what they'll do is they'll uh, give the work to a national contractor like us to be able to, because uh, we know the industry, we know what needs to be done, where the pricing needs to be. And so we'll go ahead and broker the work out across the country when a pothole needs to be fixed or a raised sidewalk block uh, needs to be replaced um, or a parking lot needs to be paved or whatever it is. So those those larger brands uh, utilize national companies like us to be able to uh, complete all that work across the country. So we have our, our regional division, our national division, um, and then of course we have Bitcoin. Um, and so that's those are our, our three strategies and uh, we're trying to continue to grow each of them. And we'll move to the Bitcoin strategy in just a second. But the last question, I feel like this is, this is one I'm always interested in learning about because there's so much that you don't know that you don't know. I'm curious, when you think of like technology in your space, I guess I don't generally think of it as like a high technology space, but I'm probably wrong about that in some ways. What are some interesting technological developments that are happening when it comes to concrete, pavement, maybe other aspects of your business aside from Bitcoin? Sure, sure. So, um, man, guess like it feels like everything is uh, we you know we've wrapped everything with technology from all of our trucks that have uh, GPS in them that have dash cams in them um, we utilize the uh, apps we use an app called Basecamp for all of our workflow management to make sure that um, you know our foreman are go ahead they're taking before pictures they're taking after pictures they're clocking out on the uh, on the work orders um, we use T-sheets for guys to clock in and clock out every day. Um, we use uh, um, different uh, measure map programs to go ahead and like map out the parking lot and put together uh, phasing maps for sections, different sections of the parking lot that we'll be doing different days to give to property managers. We use FaceTime, Zoom, I mean, pretty much everything. We try to incorporate technology um, as best we can into the business at all times. So let's talk a little bit about your Bitcoin strategy here. And then maybe even before that, how did you go from you learning about Bitcoin to wanting to adopt it in your business? Right. So um, so in January is when I started going down the rabbit hole, uh, uh, January of last year. And, you know, I was nervous to bring it up to Marco. Um, uh, you know, I didn't want to until I was able to articulate it properly till I had a good grasp, a good understanding of it. So I started buying personally. Um, and then, you know, that's when I started doing the homework, listening to the podcast, reading the books, going to meetups, all of those things. And when I felt comfortable, that's when I brought it up to Marco saying like, Hey, 
you know, we have a we have a problem here. We have, you know, inf- inflation um, going at a 40 year high. Right. And um, we need to be able to combat this. And there's only you know, you can only grow your business so fast. Um, like we, we've had some really good growth. Don't get me wrong, but it's it's hard to continually keep up with that. It's hard to continually double year over year. You know, most businesses, it's like, hey, you grow 10, 15, 20 percent. Like, that's great. You know, you should be rewarded for that. That's a, um, that's an awesome thing. But when they're when they're printing money at a uh, faster rate, then you can grow, right? So if you look at your cost of capital, um, and if that's going to 25, 30%, and, you know, you're only able to grow 10, 15, 20%, uh, you know, then you have a problem, right? You're, you're either going backwards or standing still. Michael Saylor has a great analogy to, you know, being in a rowboat and you're in your rowboat and you're rowing as hard as you possibly can, um, you know, 10, 15, 20 miles an hour, but there's a 25, 30 mile an hour wind blowing in your face. So you're going backwards. And, um, you know, for us, how, how do we combat that? And that's when, um, you know, that's when Bitcoin came into play. And so I brought it up to Marco. We spoke about it. We decided, hey, this is going to be what's best for our company to hedge against inflation uh, instead of money just sitting there in the bank. So we incorporated it on the balance sheet. We started, we started buying. Um, and then I guess it's like once you get into Bitcoin, your mind just starts flowing. Like, how else can I? utilize this in our company how else can we incorporate it and so uh next thing we did was a uh implemented a bitcoin bonus so i feel so passionate about this and i worry about my employees because uh you know if you're familiar with the the cantillon effect right it's like hey whoever's kind of closest to the money printer is is going to be okay and if you have all these investable assets um, you'll be in good shape, but if you don't, um, you know, it's going to be, it's going to be tougher for you. So the, uh, so I wanted everybody in in the company to have some Bitcoin and strike, uh, the strike app came out with the pay me in Bitcoin feature. And so once they did, I was able to, uh, be able to give our employees a $5 Bitcoin bonus per week. Um, so, uh, like I said, it's not a life-changing amount uh, of money or anything like that, but it's just getting the process started of like, hey, what is this thing? You know, every Friday I'm waking up and I see I got five dollars in Bitcoin on my Strike app, and you know, it just kind of makes them curious about it, and uh, you know, hopefully they look into it more, kind of get to understand it, and then be able to put more of their paycheck um, into Bitcoin as a savings technology because. Uh, it's impractical for any employer, not just me, but any employer to be able to give, you know, 20% raises year over year. Um, it's, it's just going to be impossible to go out of business. And um, the same for me. So to be able to introduce Bitcoin, <clears throat> give everybody a Bitcoin bonus and, and kind of get them started in it, get them thinking about it um, was my next, my next step. Um, then from there, we were able to advertise that when we were uh, putting job ads up. So we put an ad up on Indeed and we were looking for an inside operations coordinator. And on the ad, it says, you know, weekly Bitcoin bonus. And uh, there was one woman who she saw the ad on Indeed. She uh, researched our company on LinkedIn and, and found me as the president of the company and direct messaged me on LinkedIn saying like, hey, you know, I looked at all these different companies today. Yours really stood out. You know, can I have an interview with you? 
And uh, I said, yeah, absolutely. She took the initiative and, and sought me out. And um, so we, we brought her in and, you know, she she had brought up the Bitcoin bonus and just said, hey, you know, you guys are a forward thinking company and this shows it. And that's who yeah. I want to be with. I want to be with a forward thinking company that's going to be thinking what's ahead and, and kind of doing what's best for their employees. And so we ended up hiring her and she's doing great. And so um, so we've used it as a recruiting tool um, as well as a retention tool. Right. Like, you, you know, there's no other company out there uh, that I know, at least when we started it, I just, you know, there's probably more now, um, but, uh, but not many. Yeah. So it's a differentiator and uh, it's something where, Hey, an employee here is going to be like, man, these, you know, these guys are giving me this Bitcoin bonus. I'm, I'm not getting that anywhere else. Um, so just another reason to stay with all out. Yeah. So one of, one of the things, uh, first of all, I, I love the fact that, of course, you know, you're, you're adding it to your balance sheet. You are retaining great talent. You're attracting great talent. I am curious about the people who are already at All Out because, you know, you're, this, this lady you just talked about, she's excited to, to work at your company because you're, you're forward thinking, you're uh, helping employees out, and you're on the cutting edge of things. That's great. But not all employees who are at All Out may feel that way. And it may not just specifically be All Out. I'm thinking from any business owner's perspective. You always have employees that are going to question things, which is often good, or that are nervous about changing the status quo. What have you done to maybe address some of that or to educate, to help people feel a little bit more comfortable so they don't feel like something's being forced on them, I guess? Sure, sure. So, uh it's a totally voluntary bonus. So it's not like anything is taken out of their paycheck or anything. It's just a benefit that the company is offering. So there's zero risk. That's uh, that's the first thing is just make it a no brainer for them. Hey, I get this. Uh, if they want, they could turn it into dollars um, or they can continue to hold on to it and let it grow. And so what we did was we put together a, a presentation and gave everybody um this presentation as to, hey, what Bitcoin is? Why are we doing this, right? We're a paving and concrete company. Like, why are, why are we talking about Bitcoin? Why are we giving a Bitcoin bonus? And so, um, you know, we were able to give a presentation kind of uh, to help them understand it. And then the next level from there, we actually brought in a, a certified financial planner to be able to, uh, you know, help everybody out. Now, uh, this is a, a pro-Bitcoin uh, financial planner. Um, his name's Jim Kreider, great guy. And uh, what we did was we offered it to the employees where we would subsidize uh, two thirds of the cost of what it would be for the financial planner. And uh, and it would be one third to them just because we want them to have some skin in the game to be able to, you know, pay attention to this and, and really, you know, follow through. Mm-hmm. So, um, so what he's doing is, you know, asking questions, finding out, more about them. Hey, are you planning on buying a house one day? You're planning on having a, you know, uh, another child or, or what? And, uh, and then he's able to put together like a, you know, a budget, um, and then also help them with any investment that they would like to make. Um, and so it's not just exclusive to Bitcoin, but he's pro Bitcoin. Um, so, so that's definitely one of the options. So those are some of the things that we've done. And, um, you know, yeah, there's, employees who are just like, ah, this is crazy. I don't know what this is. It doesn't matter to me, whatever the case is. And so what I would encourage um, 
business owners to do is to not get discouraged because it's tough when you're trying to tell people how important this is and what exactly this is and, you know, other people aren't grasping it, um, you know, it could kind of be deflating. But uh, I think a, a good mm-hmm. thing to realize is that, hey, right now you're sort of casting the net, right? And um, uh, when price is kind of sideways or, or goes down or whatever, you know, people aren't really as enthused to pay attention. But uh, but from what I've talked to people who have been in Bitcoin for a while is like, hey, they mentioned it to people before, you know, 2017. And then there was that big run up. Right. And all of a sudden, uh, people that they were talking to about Bitcoin came to ask them and said, hey, what, what is this Bitcoin thing? I see the price going up. This is what's happening. And and then all of a sudden they started to get into it. And so I think right now, you know, I'm casting the net and it's not going to be immediate, just like when you start a business, you're not going to see immediate success. It's going to take time. And this is the same thing where it's going to take time. Nobody's going to get it overnight. And uh, kind of you're casting that net now. And then once the once the price starts running up crazy, that's when all the, the fish pile in, you bring them in and, and then, you know, you start talking to them, educating them more about it. And, uh, and then they'll be doing the same to other people and you just keep it going from there. And I'm curious, you know, obviously people have to be focused on their day-to-day jobs, but what does continuing education look like when it comes to making sure that people have more opportunities to learn about Bitcoin? Is that something that you provide or encourage, or is it something that they are responsible for themselves? Yeah. So, uh, like I said, we we gave the presentation and then we offered the uh, uh, financial planning services, mm-hmm. and that's what we've done as of recent. And then, you know, I have employees come up and ask me about it. You know, I had someone ask me about it this morning, as a matter of fact, and was was able to say, hey, you know, Senator, Senator Lummis just, uh, you know, introduced this bill. And so it's just kind of more informal and just talking about it when they, uh, when they, you know, ask questions, I answer them. Um, I'm able to give them resources to, to go to the YouTube videos or podcasts um, if they're interested in it. But I don't want to, uh, you know, discourage them by just constantly harping on it and saying, Hey, you got to do this. You got to do this. Like someone pushing it on some, uh, on somebody I'm introducing it. They're still getting that touch because they get that weekly notification from strike. Um, so it's kind of just getting in there. And then, like I said, I think once the, once the price uh, starts to move upward is I'm sure when a lot of people come back and say, Oh, Hey, you know, how can I get more of this? What can I do? And, and where can I learn more about it? And, you know, I'll be there with open arms. And I want to finish up in just a second with kind of your long-term vision about what adding Bitcoin to your company's balance sheet, what the implications are for that. But maybe just real quickly before that, you mentioned the pay me in Bitcoin feature. You're doing the $5 a week now. Uh, I'm curious, what are the options that people have for getting a larger portion of their paycheck in Bitcoin. Is that something that they can easily do with Strike? What's the communication look like with HR? Maybe some of those details would be helpful for some people to to understand as well. Yeah, yeah, sure. Thanks for bringing that up. Um, they made it very simple. Yeah, Strike made it very simple where hmm. they give you an account number and a routing number. And so for us, we use ADP for our payroll. And so when a company, uh, when an um, employee gets on board, you know, they fill out all their information for direct deposit and um, they give their regular bank account. And then you can put in the information for the uh, for the strike bank account, the, that that account number and routing number. And um, they can choose to put as much as they want into that account. 
and uh, and then on the on the strike app you can put um, they just have like a slide where you could put 10 percent 20 percent you know 50 percent up to 100 percent of your paycheck in bitcoin so it's really up to the employee as to you know how much they want to put in there but um but all they have to do is just reach out to our accounting manager and say hey i would like you know this much of my paycheck going into this bank account similar to i mean most uh, i shouldn't say most but some people have multiple bank accounts where they want um different amounts of their paycheck going to and this is just mm-hmm. another account so they could just put it in there and then decide how much of that they want turned into bitcoin well, I love what you're doing for your employees, and that's going to have a great effect over the long term for those who stick with it. The thing that is really exciting from the, the long-term business's health, though, is adding Bitcoin to your balance sheet. Could you share with us a little bit about what your, your long-term vision is for that and kind of the timeline that you're thinking? That That's a, a big open-ended question, but this is so exciting when it comes to the long-term health of a business. I'd love to just hear what your thoughts are and what some of those conversations may have been like. Yeah, Sure. Um, and, and, uh, you know, that's very important. So cash flow is a big thing in our business, right? Sometimes we have to wait, you know, 30, 60, 90, 105 days to get paid. So, uh, for us, we have our, uh, accounting manager do a cash flow forecast, uh, because what you don't want to do is run out of cash. So you have to be, um, conservative, make sure you're, you're, uh, putting enough, into Bitcoin that you're comfortable with, but you still have to be able to operate the business um, and you have to be careful with that. So we are. So we make sure we do a cash flow forecast saying how much cash do we need? And we, we keep updating that uh, month to month to make sure that uh, that we're able to you know make payroll. We have expenses for um, you know six months out, so on and so forth. And uh, and then if anything, you know, bad does happen, like we lose a big account or something like that, we're still okay. Um, and then uh, we just make sure that from there, we dollar cost average in. We just put in a certain amount a week that we're comfortable with. And um, if cash flow ever got a little tighter than the, the buffer that we have, um, you know, then we would pull it back a little bit. Uh, but we're pretty conservative about it. We're pretty smart. We're not going to um, go ahead and put so much in that we'll, we'll run out of money or anything like that. Um, but, uh, but yeah, we just dollar cost average. We put in a certain amount weekly and, um, that's pretty much how we do it. I'm curious what happens, you know, in the next bull run, we don't really know where we are. It seems like we're in a bear market right now, but you know, who knows if there's going to be some, some upside in the near term or not, but the next time it goes up 10, 20 X, what does that look like? Are you going to take advantage of that opportunity to try to expand? Or is it just like we have this for the long term whenever we need it and maybe uh, have have the long-term value investor approach where you just want a big fat stack of cash when things are cheap? Right. So I think both, I think both, you know, I think, um, you know, having that and uh, having that in your reserves, especially when it goes up a lot, um, you know, eventually when there's, services that I feel comfortable with um, to where we can borrow against it. So we'll have the Bitcoin be able to post that as collateral mm-hmm. and then borrow against it to be able to purchase equipment or whether it's a new marketing campaign or whether it's whatever we need uh, to continue to grow the business, we'll have that. And then, um, you know, yeah, for, for us, uh, like especially as especially as entrepreneurs like we uh, and, and myself and Marco, like we started right out of college. So, you know, we didn't have that, like, 
401k right off the jump, like everybody else had, or, um, or IRA or whatever it was like, we were just a small business operating and we were just reinvesting back into the business. Um, so, so for us, yeah, we have our, you know, it's basically like our, our retirement there. Um, we'll be able to, uh, borrow off it and, um, uh, yeah, I mean, that's, that's, that's pretty much what we have it there for. And so we'll be able to, you know, grow the business, uh, based on, you know, based on what we're, what we're able to, uh, to make in Bitcoin. And so Michael Saylor has a good saying, like the road to serfdom is working exponentially harder, chasing a currency, getting exponentially weaker. So we don't want that money just, we don't want that cash just sitting in the bank as a melting ice cube and losing value. We want to put it into something that has historically, you know, gained 150% year over year since inception. And so, uh, so we, we want to keep growing it through that. And uh, that's our strategy. So Kevin, before we wrap up, uh, you've shared a lot with us today. And, you know, obviously, if you've listened to this entire interview, you've picked up a lot of uh, hopefully new insight from someone who's really in it right now. I'm curious, though, what would be maybe like a encapsulated message that you'd want to leave business owners with the truncated version of all that we've talked about so far that would encourage business owners to at least take Bitcoin more seriously for their business? So, you know, I always give uh, the example of a uh, like if you're if you're a florist, right? Like if you're if if you're a florist, you have a good business, right? And you built up a reputation in the community, you know, in, in town as the place to go when when there's a, a prom, Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, whatever it may be. Like everybody's like, oh, this florist is the best. They always go there, and um, that business is generating cash. And the hurdle that they have is okay if they wanted to go ahead and expand. Right, they would need to go to you know three towns over, uh, purchase another shop, be able to staff it, um, come up with um, you know a marketing campaign where that takes years. It takes years to build up and see return on that investment, um, and it's also very risky. So you know what's the safest thing that you can do um, instead of buying that physical property, trying to go ahead and do those things? You know that's a business that's generating let's just say a few hundred grand. Um, in, uh, in cash, uh, in profit. And so if you take that profit and you go ahead and plug that into Bitcoin, you're not going to have to go ahead, staff everything, take the risk, buy a new building, do all of these things. Um, you'll be able to plug that into Bitcoin. That's going to appreciate versus going ahead, taking these risks and chasing after dollars that are going down in value. Um, so, so that's kind of the example that I like to give, you know, for us, we could, we could try to go in another market, you know, maybe the next state over or something like that, but it would be, you know, super capital intensive, labor intensive, a lot of risk, uh, versus just going ahead and and plugging into Bitcoin. And so, listen, you don't have to put in hundred percent or 50% or whatever, but if you have, you know, if you have something in the bank, right, if you have some reserves in the bank there, I mean, allocating, 1%, 5%, 10%, 1%, 5%, 10%, whatever it is, um, is, is going to help your business here moving forward. All right. Well, Kevin, thank you so much for sharing today. I love the fact that you're really uh, leading the way for, for business owners. You're a leading voice right now. Not a lot of people are doing what you're doing. Really appreciate you sharing today. Thank you for your time. It's been a pleasure. Josh, this has been awesome, man. A lot of fun. Thank you for having me. 
All right, friends, it's a wrap. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Business Bitcoinization Show. If you want to reach out, our email is info at bizbitshow.com. Also, if you haven't done so yet, go ahead and scroll on down to the show notes. There you'll find ways to connect with me and our guest, as well as our excellent sponsors who can help you succeed in your life and in your business. Keep building, keep growing, and until next time, keep living and leading well. If you're a regular listener of the podcast, thank you. If you want to take a further step in your support for the show, you can help us grow by listening on Fountain, a value-for-value podcast app on iOS or Android. If you hear something you like that you disagree with or anything else, you can share it by sending some sats and adding a comment with your thoughts. Some of you have already done this, and I appreciate it. I'm going to begin reading your boosts on upcoming episodes, so if you have some insight or value to add, let the people know. Getting started with Fountain is easy. You can add Bitcoin to your Fountain wallet by using your fiat accounts or any lightning wallet and one of my favorite features is that once you're using the app you can earn sats just by listening on fountain check out the link in the show notes to get started with fountain today